No fancy intro here. No hook, no tagline. Just going to go straight into it. What's up, Fred Rachani, TSC News. Man, if you haven't already been caught up, uh, wrestling right now is in a full-blown Me Too-style movement called Speaking Out. I have done three videos pretty in-depth on some of the initial allegations that have come out. There's been over 100 allegations or so. That's a rough guesstimate uh, towards different wrestlers, promoters, everybody you could think of associated with pro wrestling across different companies. And nobody's spared as far as companies go. WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor Wrestling. Uh, the list goes on and on. New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the UK scene especially with NXT uh, UK and Progress Wrestling. Just a, a really devastating last few days for pro wrestling. Although uh, long term, I think it'll actually turn out to be a, a few great days. But uh, no, learning about how many people have suffered, reading about these stories of people that have, have been suffering, it's absolutely heartbreaking. So for the sake of my mental health and yours, I'm going to try to keep this not as long as some of the other videos. If you want to catch up, like I said, I did not one, not two, but three videos on this subject the last few days. I also have several articles on fredrichani.com. Man, now you might be wondering why am I making this video then? Well, why am I making this video? Why am I recording this podcast? I'm recording it because I think it's necessary. I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about this. I don't think anybody really wants to talk about this, but it's necessary because there are so many allegations. And honest to God, if I went through every single one of them from the indie dork to the freaking loser promoter to the scumbag taking advantage of trainees, trainer, uh, trainer air quotes, to independent stars, to the big stars. I mean, seriously, you could probably do like a freaking Last Dance uh, length series, if not more. You'd do like probably four seasons of something on Netflix. It's absolutely disgusting. It's despicable. But one person in particular I want to focus on in the, this whole deal is Joey Ryan. If you don't know who Joey Ryan is, he is, I guess, a now former independent pro wrestler because his career should be over, who has... Last time I checked, and I've practically lost count, like a dozen or more sexual assault, misconduct, and harassment allegations against him. Over a dozen. To the point where this guy could be considered not just the indie wrestling version, but the pro wrestling version of Harvey Weinstein. And you might be saying, well, an indie guy, how's he Harvey Weinstein? Well... This is a guy that has half a million YouTube subscribers, had over 100,000 Twitter followers, had a bunch of other social media followers, was booked practically every, everywhere other than WWE, AEW, and ROH, and he most recently was in Impact Wrestling. He became viral. He's, been a, he's a veteran. He's been around forever. He's done some kind of sleazy porn star style gimmick for years. He was in Impact Wrestling for a cup of coffee initially back when they were still TNA with Matt Morgan, and then he kind of did his own thing. I believe he's one of the founding members of PWG. If he's not, he's certainly one of the originals of, of that promotion, which is famous for the Battle of Los Angeles and cranking out a lot of pro wrestling prospects that have later been signed by WWE and other organizations. He became viral, that's like three or four years ago, where he did a, I can't believe I'm saying this, a penis plex, where essentially a, a wrestler grabbed his junk and he did an imaginary suplex with his junk. And from there, that was his calling card to do these weird, inappropriate matches that a lot of people tried to justify that seemed creepy at best and 
totally uncalled for at worst, but you know, let's keep it real here in North America, around the world, part of my language, there's a lot of stupid shit that's popular. Takeshi 69, MAGA, there's a lot of there's a lot of just dumbassery that is popular for some inexplicable reason. Okay? So anyway, he got booked uh for shows all across the world. For years and years and years. On top of that, you know, from what I understand, beyond the PP stuff, he was considered a, a solid veteran. So okay, whatever. Um, and he's been outed now for over a dozen sexual assault allegations. Over a dozen. And what's crazy isn't just the fact that this guy has been allegedly, for legal reasons, I gotta say, allegedly hiding in, in plain sight. What's crazy is that he's had a lot of famous friends, a lot of people that have backed him up, that have tried to book him and prop him up and everything else. And granted, not so much the last three days, but prior to that. And it just kind of disturbs me because, one, this guy's an alleged rapist. And based on all these allegations, accusations, at the very least, he should be freaking arrested and have to answer to all these allegations. Uh, Not only is that disturbing, but what's really disturbing uh, on top of all that, besides the actual alleged actions, is that this seems so rampant that it, it's impossible to me that nobody beyond him and the alleged victims knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard for me to believe that nobody knew about Harvey Weinstein. It's hard for me to believe that nobody knew about Bill Cosby. It's hard for me to believe that you know nobody knew about you know this guy or that guy. If you're a serial abuser, if you're a serial rapist, allegedly... Okay, chances are you're going to show some signs of creepiness. And this is the thing. Even if, I'm just going to throw some names out there. Even if, say, Candice LeRae, who was his longtime tag team partner on the independent scene. Even if the Young Bucks, who promoted him like crazy on their YouTube show. Even if some other people that were affiliated with him did not know that he allegedly sexually assaulted women. Okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt there. I find it impossible to believe that not... One person, two people, three people that were close to him, that had the power to speak up, did not notice that he at the very least committed some type of sexual harassment towards his female peers. Because there's a lot of recurring themes in these stories. A lot of recurring themes. I'm not going to read all of them to you. I'm going to read some of them to you. And I'm going to try not to gag. Okay? There's, there's stories of him like cuddling up with women, flirting with them, rubbing their thigh talking about going to their hotel, talking about taking a shower together, talking about getting a ride. I mean, it's like, it's recurring. Like these are like, these are disturbing motifs in almost every single story about Joey Ryan. So I just find it really hard to believe that nobody, and look, I'm not going to incriminate the Bucks or Candace or whoever. I'm just throwing, like, I'm just saying somebody, somebody close to him who either teamed with him who had the power to book him, who propped him up and raised his profile. Somebody had to notice at some point that at the very least, he made some people uncomfortable. And in a, I don't want to say real job, but in a, in a, in a, at a job that isn't the carny bullshit that wrestling is with all due respect to the great wrestlers out there, the good people in there, you know, in a, in a job that doesn't involve carny bullshit, that's more often than not, a fireable offense. You touch somebody's leg, you make them feel uncomfortable, 
You give some, you, you, you give them this awkward body language. You say something suspect as hell. That's usually grounds for termination. Even, even if the person that's being victimized, that's being harassed, doesn't make a complaint. Because you know what? A lot of times in the workplace, somebody notices, they say something, bada bing, bada boom, that perpetrator is out. Out. And again, I'm not trying to insult the good people in wrestling. I'm not trying to insult the overall wrestling business. I have a lot of respect for, for professional wrestling. But I'll tell you, the more I read about all these stories, not just of Joey Ryan, but of just other people, the more I'm disgusted, the less interest I have in the business. And I was already starting to lose interest just in general from like a, a creative standpoint and a lot of the BS that Deadby engages with you know, outside the ring. But man, I don't blame anybody, wrestler, fan, whatever, for losing interest after hearing some of these stories. And it's just, you know... Everybody knows that the money, the miles, the bumps are real in wrestling. Everybody should know that, and, and you know everybody knows that. You know, you put it's hard enough to muster up the courage to not only perform in front of people in spandex, but to take bumps, to put your health on the line, to put your rep on the line, to be vulnerable out there. You know, doing some type of performance art, um, but to also deal with abuse. I mean, any workplace it sucks absolutely, but with wrestling as well, in particular, where. You have to trust somebody with your body. Horrifying. Horrifying. So, man, I'm, I'm just going to... My God, I don't know. I don't even know if I should read all these. It's so, it's so disturbing. You know what? I'm going to read this anonymous account. There's a few other people that have actually gone public, but I'm just going to read this anonymous account. Early last year, Joey Ryan flew me in the day before a show to go see sights. On the day, I was really sick with the cold and didn't want to go out, but he convinced me to go out for just a little to eat with him. By the way, this is from an anonymous account, which has been posted by Sierra Loxton, a former independent pro wrestler who has been at the forefront of the speaking out movement. Shout out to her for all the amazing work uh, her and her peers are doing. So uh, back to the statement. Uh, Joey Ryan took me straight to a bar where I only had a few drinks, strong mixed cocktails, and it got me pretty messed up. Afterwards, while driving me back, he told me how much he liked me, bearing in mind we barely held down a real conversation other than chit-chat shows. I told him that I was interested in someone else and continued to let him down, but he was persistent about it. He asked to walk me to my room. I allowed him because it was in a sketchy area. He then asked if he could come in. I told him no because that wasn't a good idea. He said, only for a minute, and I still said no. He said, can I at least kiss you? I felt really awkward, so I reluctantly said okay. I still told him I didn't want to, him to come in. I was struggling to open my cold medicine packet back from the door, so he let himself in and opened it for me. He then pursued me, and after countlessly saying I wasn't interested and said no, he sexually assaulted me. I found the courage to run to the bathroom and locked myself inside. I cried and told him to leave. He refused and kept telling me to come out. I was still crying in the bathroom and kept asking him to please leave. He said, let's talk and I'll leave. He tried to tell me he was a terrible person. That's why his wife left him and he is seeing someone to help with his problems. He told me to act like it never happened. It will be between you and me and wanted to make sure we're good. The next day he acted such as such like it never happened. Now, before I get to the last part of, of this uh, heartbreaking story here, this is a recurring theme with a lot of the allegations with Joy Ryan. The, can I come in? Can I go to the hotel? Can I kiss you? You know, obviously, some type of assault. Um, you know, let's pretend it didn't happen. 
Oh, you know, oh, I'm a terrible person. Oh, I'm going through a divorce. Oh, I have mental issues. All this stuff. And by the way, this is some similar. It's kind of similar to some of the allegations of Jimmy Havoc. You know, either mentally abusing his former partner or apparently raping another partner. I mean, my God, like, sorry, folks. Marital problems, mental illness, is not an excuse for sexual assault. Allegedly, it's not. I know a lot of people with mental issues. We all have our own mental problems here and there, especially in today's world with everything going on. Okay, I'll tell you this: none of us good dudes are committing sexual assault. Let me finish reading this. This is ridiculous. Coming to terms with this was the hardest part, and honestly, never thought I would have the strength to tell this. If someone isn't interested in you, don't pursue them. If they say they are talking to or are interested in someone, respect that. This shouldn't happen to anyone else. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Of Man. So, Joey Janela who was an AEW, and this is notable because Joey Janela not only is a guy who was a big star in the independent scene, but, you know, a star in AEW. Now this is a big deal because he's speaking out, but because he's speaking out under the same banner, AEW, as the Young Bucks, who were strongly affiliated with Joey Ryan. He said, this dude is a lying sack of effing shit. And he's talking about Joey Ryan here. because Joey. Oh, by the way, I should note, Joey Ryan did post some BS apology where he also kind of sort of admitted to en- engaging in some transgressions, uh, you know, be- making mistakes, being very vague, and then he deleted his Twitter account. So he responded to Joey Ryan by saying, uh, the dude is a lying sack of effing shit. I used to be friends with Joey, but the allegations of him now and about to come out uh, about him without a doubt are 100% true. Wow. Wow. <sighs> Man. And then more came out. So here's another allegation. This time, uh, this is from Alex Gracia, who, who's a pro wrestler, at Alex Gracia 3. Recently, there has been a lot of people speaking up about Joey Ryan. I have a hard time sharing my stories and experiences because there are still times in my life where I'm trying to heal. But I've seen so many women be brave, and that has helped me. So hopefully sharing this story can help someone too. One night, Joey had a show near my house, so he contacted me and asked if I was going to be in town because he asked if I could pick him up from the show and drive him back to his hotel. I said that I could, I could, so I picked him, I, I said that I could so once, excuse me, I picked him up, we grabbed something to eat, and it was pretty late, so my only plan was to drop him off, then head back home. The hotel was a little bit of a drive, so when he got, we got closer, I said that I needed to use the restroom. He said no problem, and I could use the restroom at the hotel before I drive back. He was a friend, so I didn't think anything of it. I went to use his room and use the restroom and told him that I was going to head out, but he insisted that he walk me to my car, but asked if he could jump in the shower first because it was covered in baby oil. I told him I was okay to walk out alone, but he insisted that I walk with me because it was late, because it was late and just asked to take a quick shower. I agreed to wait and let him walk me if that would make him feel better. I was sitting in a chair in the room, and the shower stopped. The bathroom door opened, and he walked straight up to me, butt naked, with his penis out. I quickly covered my eyes and kept asking what he was doing. He laughed and said, what do you mean? And he just kept standing there in front of me. I kept asking what he was doing and begged to, put, to please put his clothes on. 
And so uh, he eventually went back to the, into the bathroom and put clothes on. At that point, I wanted to get home as soon as I could, so I headed for the door, but he said to wait because he wanted to walk me still. I told him it was okay, but he kept insisting, so I said whatever and made my way to the car. In the elevator, it was silent until he tried to grab my hand, and I snatched it away real fast, and I once again asked, what the heck are you doing? He then said, you don't want to make out? And I firmly said, no, I just want to go home. After he kept saying how I probably thought he was a terrible person, notice the, the recurring theme here, the recurring theme, the motif, and that I probably hated him now, I said, I'm just tired and I want to go home. I was finally at my car, and when I drove home, I remember calling my best friend and knowing things I've dealt with in the past. He was ready to come find him, but I said, please know that I would be okay. Plus, I had a lot of things coming up that would distract me from what happened. It seemed easier to let it go until we were eventually at a show together again. I felt awkward, but he pretended like nothing happened, so I did too until I was by myself in a room, and he came and found me and felt the need to apologize and said, shocker, that he was going through a lot because he was going through a divorce and that he liked me, but that still doesn't excuse what he did, so he felt like he needed to wait until he saw me in person and give me a sincere apology. I listened and said I would be okay, and that was that. Afterwards, he pretended like nothing happened, and I did too. By the way, just because somebody apologizes does not mean apology accepted and does not mean they were sincere, and evidently, based on these allegations, he probably wasn't. There, there's so many other allegations here I could go through. They all make me sick. Um, for the sake of my mental health, I'm not going to go through all of them. Uh, if you want to check more of them out, fredrichani.com. I'm not trying to give a cheap plug to my website. I'm just saying, like, they're there if you want to read them. Um, but there, there's another, you know, allegation from Vanessa Craven, who's an independent wrestler, who said that Joey Ryan, when he was filming his reality YouTube show with Candice LeRae, he, he filmed the, this woman's boobs and kept focusing on her and was really awkward and creepy with her and, and touched her inappropriately. I mean, there's, my God, there, there's one guy who is a wrestling fan who, who's, whose friend went on a Tinder date with him and talked about how creepy he was and he got kicked out of a bar in 2015. Man. Just awful, awful stuff. Awful stuff. Awful, awful stuff. All with the same recurring theme. Now, I, I should give, give you guys a programming note. I just recently interviewed my friend Rasha El-Dib. She runs an amazing foundation in Canada called uh, Nadia's Hope Foundation, which uh, is domestic uh, domestic violence abuse prevention, easy for me to say. And they do such an amazing, amazing job. The interview is going to be going up in a day or two. Uh, we talk not only about the situation. By the way, she's not a wrestling fan at all, but she is an expert on, on these types of things. She unfortunately lost her sister to a domestic dispute. So uh, she's really smart and has, unfortunately, a lot of firsthand experience in dealing with these kind of things. And not only do we talk about the speaking out movement, but we also talk about all the frequently asked questions, which are like, you know, why did they go to the police? Why did it take so long to come out? Yada, yada, yada. Questions that should be, that people should know the answers to, but we go over them anyway and break it down for all y'all, from the idiot trolls to the people that genuinely want more information. So please stay tuned for that. But... Unfortunately, there's more. So Sammy Guevara made a comment on some really shitty radio show. And, and part of my language, I don't like to curse, but I'm just, all this stuff pisses me off. On, on this really crappy radio show about four years ago, where I guess he was asked about uh, doing a WWE tryout. And he said he saw Sasha Banks backstage and, quote, 
Uh, I wanted to rape that woman. That's what he said. Maybe I'm paraphrasing. He used the word rape and woman. Um, actually, no. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that's the exact quote. Pretty sure that's the exact quote. He said he wanted to sexually assault Sasha Banks. And so, uh, what's crazy is is a few things. One, I think the person that uploaded the clip on Twitter was actually the guy that did the interview, who turns out to be like a terrible, apparently like a really terrible person. I didn't do too much research on him, but people I trust tell me he's terrible, so I'll take the word for it. Uh, very bizarre to upload this for clout, first and foremost. Second of all, above all else, the freaking comment by Sammy Guevara. Uh, he also apparently made some joke about black women. Not cool. Um, apparently not an isolated incident as far as some of his uh, questionable language and vernacular. And, well, AEW did the right thing, suspending him indefinitely without pay. They're donating to a women's shelter in Jacksonville, and he will be taking sensitivity classes. So, well done, AEW. I wasn't really feeling the statement they released on Jimmy Havoc where they wished him the best, despite being an alleged rapist. But I understand from an HR standpoint, sending him to rehab, making sure that he's not going to harm himself or harm anybody, especially if he lives with other people. And, you know, hopefully, once he completes his treatment or whatever, they get rid of him and they blacklist him because, yeah. When, when a guy's got that many allegations against him, and I saw like at least three or four against him, you might you might want to put him on ice. That's, that's all I got to say about that. But uh, Sammy Guevara did apologize, so uh, kudos to him for that. I mean, I guess doing the bare minimum, apologizing. And uh, Sasha Banks, God bless her, she she wrote this amazing statement, beautiful statement. Earlier I spoke with Sammy. He apologized, and we had an open discussion. Words like the comments he made, jokingly or not, have no place in our society. I don't condone or tolerate this kind of behavior. What one thinks is just a side comment can have a massive impact on someone's life and can send the wrong message. We have to hold ourselves accountable for our actions and the words we say, and I hope this situation shows them that. I hope from this point on, in order for growth and change within our community to take place, we all can continue to have these conversations. No person, man, woman, or child should ever be subjected to a feeling of fear or in any unsafe environment. We all have to do better, not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. Sincerely, her real name, Mercedes Vernado. Beautiful statement. Sasha Banks is amazing. She's a fantastic wrestler. If this doesn't convince WWE that she should be one of the real faces of the company, I mean, Charlotte-level push and everything, I don't know what does. God bless this woman. Just a beautiful statement. Couldn't have said it better. And honestly, God bless her for a restraint. Seriously, God bless her for a restraint because she could have easily, easily ended this young man's career. She could have said, you know what? F you, dude. I don't accept your apology. She could have made a call to Chris Jericho, who's a good friend of hers, and said, you know what, Chris? I know he's your boy. I know you're teaming with him, but I don't play around with that shit, and I think you guys should blacklist him. And she could have easily, publicly, put this kid on blast, ended his career like that. And you know what? If we're keeping it real, maybe his time as a potential future main eventer is done, at least for the foreseeable future. But, uh, man, Mercedes... Beautiful statement, and I, I give her a ton of credit for letting that ish go and uh, not only accepting his apology, but not letting him off the hook either. You know, but also saying like we got to have these tough conversations. And you know, again, this this is why I love this platform. On one hand, it's it's tough to talk about these things, but you know, on the other hand, you know, these are conversations that have to be had. And 
I don't like talking about sexual assault. I don't like talking about, uh, you know, the the Harvey Weinstein of pro wrestling or anything like that. But I, I just feel like it's necessary to amplify these stories because may- one, it'll prevent other people from working with the incriminated. Two, it gives awareness, raises awareness, and tells people, hey, oh my God, like this actually can happen in wrestling or whatever. Uh, three, maybe just maybe. So this will inspire other people to speak out. And I'm not talking about just victims here. You know, a lot of victims are already speaking out, and I can totally understand victims not wanting to speak out for safety reasons, mental health reasons, whatever the case may be. But I hope videos like this, not, not I'm looking to be this beacon of inspiration or anything, but I hope these podcasts I've been doing inspire all of y'all, particularly men, specifically men, heterosexual men, but mainly men in general, okay? And it inspires us to do better, to do our small part. In theory, there needs to be more than just us doing our small part, right? There needs to be funding. The top of of the pro wrestling food chain needs to be cleaned up, okay, from the top down. Totally, totally. But we can all do our little part, not just in wrestling, but in life. If, If you see some suspect shit in the workplace, call it out. If you see... A coworker that's distraught or being abused. I don't care what kind of way. I don't care if it's racism, sexism, whatever. Speak up. Stand up for that person. Speak up. Okay? Go to, go to, I mean, do something. Do something. Don't just be a bystander. It's not enough to just be a quote unquote nice guy. Being a night, being somebody that doesn't commit acts of assault, being somebody that doesn't, uh, you know, insult somebody, harass somebody, that's just being a, a human. That's just doing the bare minimum. Don't do the bare minimum. Step up to the plate, please. I urge you. And as far as Sammy Guevara goes, I really hope that dude learns. I really hope the dude uh, does better. And at the end of the day, as I say, release a couple statements, F a statement. I want to see some action. And, you know, look, as a talent, I was a really big fan of, of Sammy Guevara. I really was. And, you know, this is incredibly disappointing for me as just from like a fan standpoint. He's one of the few acts I really like. You know, I've, I've been, again, I've been really. I just haven't been feeling wrestling lately. I got my favorites I watch here and there, but it's just it's just tough creatively with a lot of the BS going on. Uh, you know, and plus with the real world, it seems like wrestling is so insignificant right now. And honestly, I feel like what I do here is so insignificant compared to all the real life stuff and trauma people are dealing with. But uh, again, folks, you know, obviously I want to continue to put out content for y'all, but I want to try to use this platform for uh, for I try to be positive all the time, but really just use it for, for positive change uh, as well. So hopefully I can do that. Before we go, um, I guess I'll go through some of the stuff I didn't get a chance to talk about the other day. So Will Ospreay, another guy who was uh, at one point one of my favorite wrestlers in the world and somebody I, I loved watching, Will Ospreay was outed. If I understand this correctly, this, this poor young woman, uh, Pollyanna, who I believe is now a retired independent wrestler, uh, she was allegedly sexually assaulted uh, b- b- by somebody, by a allegedly by a, a man named Scott Wainwright, who I believe is a professional wrestler. Yeah, professional wrestler. So, from what I understand in the story and and four one mania and a few other other sites had had this a little bit more in depth. I'm not as familiar with it, but I, I did enough research on it to kind of talk about it. From what I understand, uh, Will Osprey was outed by an independent promotion and by Pollyanna herself and a number of other people close to the situation of blacklisting Pollyanna 
in late 2016 going into 2017, which essentially kind of led her to retire from the industry, all because I, I guess this person that allegedly assaulted Pollyanna is a is or was a friend of Wasprey. And Will Ospreay decided, you know what? I believe my friend. So screw you. I'm going to blacklist you. And well, that's pretty much what he did. He was incriminated as getting blacklisted. Man. And he also released an apology that was very self-centered. And talk, and he also made an excuse of saying he was uneducated, as if that's an excuse to to do that. And Pollyanna responded, you're not sorry. By the way, Pollyanna is at Gothic Lolly. You're not sorry. You did blacklist me. When I first messaged your friends, Mrs., uh, you then told everyone I had lied about us sleeping together. I know I have sources from so many different people telling me B, that's B Priestley's girlfriend, who's also an AW, uh, would be saying awful things about me in the locker room. That That is... That, that's messed up, man. That's that's truly messed up. Um, there's an anonymous account from Felicia Rose, who's a, a pro wrestling a, a pro wrestling uh, personality and model, who said that ugh, who has allegations of Bull James, aka Bull Dempsey, former WWE NXT star, former Ring of Honor star of of trying to solicit, I guess, explicit pictures from underage girl at the very least, uh, engaging in. Inappropriate conversations. I mean, there's there's so much stuff here. There there's so, there's so much stuff here. Uh, Travis Banks, NXT UK, further incriminating himself with his quote unquote apology, uh, you know, regarding dating Millie McKenzie, an independent wrestler who was 17 at the time. Um, Marty Skrull, accused uh, of engaging in sexual relations with a 16 year old uh, by the victim herself. Trying to, I'm trying to see if I can find the actual, the actual tweet here. I mean, it's a lot, folks. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot. Uh, Alley Cat, the, the pro wrestler Alley Cat, confirmed Alex Garcia's story, or essentially not confirmed her story, but said, "All I'm going to say is sounds almost identical to how my experience with him, him being Joey Ryan, is." There's a lot of us. <sighs> Just really bad, really bad stuff here. A, this is AEW's official statement on Sammy Guevara, by the way. AW insists on doing our part to create a world of understanding and respect for humankind. We therefore strongly condemn the extremely offensive and hurtful words of Sammy Guevara. As such, effective immediately, Sammy is suspended without pay until further notice. Sammy has agreed to undergo extensive sensitivity training, and upon completion, his future status within the company will be reevaluated. During his suspension, his salary will be donated to the Women's Center of Jacksonville. Okay, so uh, as I'm scrolling through, this woman... Uh, I guess she's I guess she's anonymous. Her name's Kitten on Twitter. Twenty two. It's according to her Twitter. Twenty two years old. Um, at my stick TTN. She claims that Joy Ryan kissed her when she was underage and intoxicated. Ugh. We have another anonymous account about inappropriate behavior from Joe Coffey, Travis Banks, Martin Zaki, uh, which was actually actually confirmed by Hope Brooks, a, a pro wrestler. Man. Just really sad stuff. You know, I'm just gonna search it real quick right here with Marty with Marty Skrull because I can't, I can't. Unfortunately, I can't find the tweet. Um, but it's okay. So from the same Twitter account, uh, the same person I guess that talked about Joey Ryan uh, kissing her when she was underage has also released a statement saying that Marty Skrull 
uh, top non-WWE wrestling star, a guy who's one of the biggest non-WWE stars in the world, uh, former New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, the current head booker of Ring of Honor Wrestling, ROH. This is from her. She prefaced this by saying, Marty Skrull, he sexually abused me when I was 16 and intoxicated. Oh, man. Okay, uh, I guess I'll read this. IPW UK were running their Weekends of Champions show in Tonbridge. I worked for IPW at that time, so I was at both shows that weekend as well as the after party. And by the way, it seems like after parties is kind of like a thing in, in British wrestling. By this time, it had become almost routine for Daniel Edler to constantly purchase me drinks at these events, so I was incredibly drunk. Uh, I'm not familiar who Daniel Edler is, but I'm assuming he is affiliated with IPW, by the way, uh, especially for a 16-year-old. Later on in the night, I bumped into Marty Skrull outside of the party venue. He spent a while saying to me that, quote, we should go back to the hotel to get, we should go back together. Let's go back to the hotel. Let's, pardon my language, let's fuck. I told him, I don't have a key for my hotel room. My friend only has the one. I remember that I did actually go inside and tell that friend that I was about to head off with Marty. But I was about to head off with Marty, but she wouldn't give me the keys because she thought it was a bad idea. Despite knowing I couldn't get into my hotel room, he walked me back to my hotel. For context, it was a small independent hotel. Once we got outside my room in this empty quiet hallway, he sat on a chair and told me and got his genitals out and told me to suck it. So I did. After a while, he he found a cupboard opposite my room full of sheets. He took me there, got me to stand up, pulled my underwear down. I remember I was 16 at the time. This is disgusting. The whole time that he was getting me into position to stick his unprotected, yeah, inside me. And I was repeatedly saying, I'm sorry, I'm a virgin. Then she puts out a disclaimer. She was raped by Dan Elder, which is horrifying. Um, and she said she's detailed in the past to public and police. Before I had it, he had even had a chance to penetrate me. The aforementioned friend turned up and told him to leave. The next day, he, he didn't turn up for his match. Everyone there knew that we had kissed, so it was quickly circulating that I was a slut. But not the part where he sexually assaulted a drunk child. After this, Dan Edler said he'd never book him again. Okay, so I guess Dan Edler's like the head of IPW, or was, I don't know. Uh, because he considered me his girlfriend, he was jealous that something happened between me and the other man, but that's a separate thing. So... um Obviously, these are these are very graphic details. Ones I am really disturbed. I I read out right now, but at the same time, these are just some of the details I think people should hear because allegedly these are real stories. And you know, it's one thing if it's one or two stories here and there, but it's a pattern. Now, to the best of my knowledge. To the best of my knowledge, this is the only story I've seen so far that's confirmed by the alleged victim of Marty Skrull. That being said, the knee-jerk reaction for all y'all shouldn't be, oh, they're lying. Oh, it's fake. Oh, it's this. Oh, they're trying to get cla- Nick. No. No. Okay, obviously, if you want to wait for more details, wait for more details. But at the very least, you got to take stuff like this seriously. And when it's a pattern of behavior that's been alleged by people anonymously and going on the record of about Joey Ryan. I mean, 
it's very clear legally. I can't say this and that and the other thing, but it's very clear he's guilty of something. Whether he's guilty of something that would be guilty in the court of law, I don't know. But there's obviously a disturbing pattern of behavior at the very least. And that's, you know, not trying to sugarcoat that. I'm, I'm just saying at the very least. And at worst, I mean, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. And by the way, I know some people are saying, well, you're lumping Sammy Guevara in with this and blah, blah. Look, nobody's saying Sammy's a, a abuser or whatever else, man. But you can't be saying stuff like that. You just, you got, you can't be saying stuff like that. Words hurt. Words hurt. And especially, I mean, you shouldn't describe anybody that way of what you want to do with them, but especially a peer. Like, that's unacceptable. And, you know, I'm glad he's punished. Um, but, man, I don't know. This this business unfortunately is 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 rotten at its core. There's a lot of good people, a lot of great people in the business I know. But my God, I mean, I'll put it this way, folks. I got a call from somebody that worked in WWE for decades, unsolicited, by the way, unsolicited. I don't even consider myself a journalist. I guess sort of what I do is journalism, but I I really don't consider myself a journalism. I, a journalist. I consider myself a guy that does media. It does a lot of content he likes to do that also doesn't like bullshit and likes to call it out, especially in one of the things he loves, which is pro wrestling. Full disclosure, I make more money covering the NFL. And the NFL has its own dirty underbelly. Don't make no mistake about it. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff I do at wrestling, I do it because I generally love wrestling. And I grew up a fan. And one of the starts I got you know, starting TSC was covering wrestling, even though my first year in the business was crazy because of, well, dealing with a lot of scumbag lying wrestlers. My God, that's another story for another day. Uh, but like, I do truly love it. Like, I really do. And I, I love wrestling, and it's been there for me. And I've been a fan since I was eight years old. And I've befriended – and look, there's a lot of great guys I've gotten to know over the years in wrestling. I'll just shout out a few of them. Hurricane Helms, great guy. Diamond Dallas Page, been a mentor of mine. Great guy. Dutch Mantel, great guy. But, man, it's very clear that, that there's a problem here. And, and look, it's also in gaming. There's like a whole speaking out movement going on in gaming now, which is horrifying in like the esports streaming community. Um, there's obviously still things going on in, in Hollywood. I mean, come on. You think Jeffrey Epstein was the end of it and Harvey Weinstein was the end of it? Like, come on. Of course not. Of, of course not. I'm sure, unfortunately, it's still going on. Um, gymna- you know, USA Gymnastics, the list goes on and on. It's, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. But, I mean, wrestling in particular, man, has been like a haven for a lot of nice people, but a lot of scummy people from liars to cheats to people committing adultery to, of course, the extremes, which are sexual assault, harassment, misconduct, and even in rare occasions, you know, violence that leads to death so uh, i don't know what else to say Uh, i think i'm uh, i'll be completely honest with you guys uh while while i will be posting that interview with my friend russia that i think is very informative that everybody should watch whether you're an abuse victim or not um i think i am going to take a a, at least a break for a couple days from this shit i I need i need to at least try because it's i mean i can't even imagine what the victims are going through um but man it's this, this stuff's really heavy and it's it's really sad and I guess some takeaways from here, besides the fact that, that Joey Ryan should probably at least be questioned by authorities right now, I, I guess what I want you to take away from this is that you should respect everybody that's putting their name and reputation out there 
like you really should because especially if you're a woman in the wrestling business during a pandemic during a recession you got to respect them for putting themselves out there and i'm not saying you have to blindly believe every single thing that comes out but i do at the very least encourage you to take everything seriously seriously put yourselves in the shoes of a family member of one of these victims put yourselves in the shoes of say i don't know actually another young woman spoke out of uh, joy ryan's sexual harassment roxy this young woman named roxy i think it's like rokc on twitter okay put yourselves imagine you're the brother of a woman that was allegedly assaulted by joy ryan and you saw people's first reaction not knowing any th- specifics about the situation. Imagine if the knee-jerk reaction was, she's lying. Imagine if the, your, if the reaction you saw from police was, she's lying. Okay? How would you feel? You'd feel disgusted. You'd feel helpless. You'd feel like, why would we bother going public in the first place? So, I know every case is different. I know every story is different. More often than not, a lot of these stories are true, folks. And when it's multiple allegations against one person, it's not, it's not a matter of people conspiring to bring this guy down. It's a pattern. It's at the very least representative of a pattern of disturbing behavior. One that should be looked into and one that, quite frankly, should not be associated with any company. So if you're a company right now that's harboring men and maybe some women, that have engaged in, at the very least, disturbing behavior, behavior that would be deemed sexually misconductive, harassing, whatever the case may be, not even just physically but mentally, you got to get them out of there. If you find enough evidence that strongly suggests somebody might have committed some of these heinous acts that I've covered over the last few days, you got to get them out of there. And if you're somebody running one of these companies that God forbid is engaged in one of these acts. Well, pardon my language, a motherfucker, we're coming for you, and you're eventually going to go down too. So uh, to everybody watching, listening, thank you so much for the support. I urge you all to visit a few organizations that I strongly support. So rain.org, that's, that's R-A-I-N-N.org. You could also visit Nadia's Hope Foundation.com. That's Nadia's Hope Foundation.com. They have some amazing resources. They're both nonprofits. If you donate, uh, it, it is uh, tax deductible. So keep that in mind. But yeah, this, this needs to change, man. This, need, this needs to change. And like I said before, this isn't really inclining me to watch any more wrestling that I've already been skipping out on. Uh, but I hope one day, you know, it. it, it I, look, I think ultimately it will get better. There's no script here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking teleprompter. I'm just speaking from the heart here. I think in the long run it will get better, but it has to change. It has to change now. Um, if there's any other way I can help out people, particularly uh, victims of, of alleged abuse or anything else, please feel free to comment, leave a comment below. Um, let me know if you're somebody I would like to to speak out, even if I can't necessarily go public with it. You know, if you want to just somebody to talk to, whatever the case may be, I could direct you to some resources that, that I have, some people that I know that could help you out. Please, by all means, you know, my, my Facebook DMs are open. You can hit me up on Instagram, whatever, whatever the case may be. I just want to, 
I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. I hope you join me in doing that. So I don't know what else there is to say other than um, stay safe. Let's keep it real here. Black lives still matter to me. Black lives still matter to all my viewers. Uh, all lives can't matter until black lives matter do to everybody. And, uh, you know, again, a lot going on in the world. So what can I say? Stay safe. Be nice to each other. Call out bullshit when you see it. I don't care what kind of bullshit, racism, sexism, abuse. Call it out. Put a stop to it. Let's all do our small part. Um, stay safe out there. If you're in the States, I don't give a damn who you voted for. Mask up. Protect yourself. Protect your families. And, yeah, let's protect each other, man, because it's a cold world out there. But one step at a time, we can make it better. I'll talk to you again soon.